Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. You look good. Thank you very much. It's been a fun weekend. It has. It's been a nice weekend. Yes. Got to do a little shopping. Got to do a re- little relaxing. And a lot of eating. Yeah. God, we went out twice and it was, uh, we just ate like pigs. A lot of pizza and some Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of Mexican food. I overdid it. I had some churros. So it was kind of like I was in Disney. So Disneyland is uh, famous for their churros. I don't know. Do they have churros in Hong Kong, though? No, they're more into that flavored popcorn. Mm. Well, you can get the flavored popcorn if you go to uh, Hong Kong Disneyland for their 16th anniversary. That's right. They're celebrating 16 years. uh, And their big new thing there is their Castle of Magical Dreams, which has a spire for, like, every princess. Right. Which is very cool. It is cool. So happy anniversary, Hong Kong. Very good. Um. The Disney Parks blog has released the next issue of their pocket guide, um, and this one is to Disney's Wilderness Lodge. That's right. You can get the pocket guide on the planned Disney panel Instagram account, and uh, this just has the ins and outs of the Wilderness Lodge, which is a very nice deluxe resort in the Magic Kingdom area. Uh, We haven't stayed there in uh, 10 or 12 years. Yeah, I like it, though. It's great. They actually do a nice little resort tour. Of course, it's canceled right now due to COVID. Mm. Um, but uh, it's a very nice property. It is. All right. Um, for the hol- holiday season coming up, um, they are having a new after hours event at uh, Disneyland Park. They're calling it <laughs> Disney Merriest Nights. That's right. This is an after hours event. Um, I believe it is a five hour event. It only happens six nights, uh, November 11th, 16th, 30th, December 7th, and December 9th. Tickets go on sale September 14th. Um, you know, uh, it's after hours access to the park and attractions. Uh, you will get to see It's a Small World Holiday and Haunted Mansion Holiday. Those both have holiday overlays on them. And then there will be a Christmas fantasy parade uh, that takes place. However, uh, Mickey's Toontown, Critter Country, and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge are not open for this event. Hmm. Um, what they're going to do is they're going to have uh, multiple parties throughout the park. There's going to be a party with the Muppets on Main Street USA. There's going to be a party with Tiana over in New Orleans Square. In Frontierland, Miguel from Coco will be uh, celebrating uh, a Feliz Navidad. And then Lilo and Stitch will host a party in Adventureland. Elsa will host a party in Fantasyland, and Buzz Lightyear will take your holidays to new heights in Tomorrowland. Uh, we have, uh, later on when we talk about Disneyland, I think we have the, the pricing and okay. some additional details. All right. Uh, also, the Parks blog has announced that um, you can now mobile order from multiple candy locations oh, and confectionaries good. around the parks. Uh, in the Disneyland Resort, you can order from Marceline's Confectionery in the downtown Disney District. You can order from both the Candy Palace and Candy Kitchen at Disneyland Park. You can order from Pooh Corner at Disneyland Park and from Trolley Treats at Disney's California Adventure. And they have some locations in Walt Disney World you can order from as well. Awesome. Well, I thought you were going to – that's why I pointed to you so you could what? tell people what they were. Oh, I I didn't get the point. Sorry. Gotcha. Um, in uh, – Disney World, at the Candy Cauldron in Disney Springs, you can uh, mobile order. At the Caramel Couche, um, and that's in Epcot. 
at uh, Zuri's Sweet Shop in Animal Kingdom and at Goofy's Candy Company, also in Disney Springs. That's right. The mobile order in Disneyland is currently available. However, in Disney World, they are rolling out throughout the month of September. All right. So that's a very nice option. It is, yeah. Nice to not have to wait in line for these things. So we will shoot over to Disneyland, although this announcement relates now to Disneyland and Disney World. Um, Boarding groups for Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, as well as Web Slingers in California. And of course, this will apply to uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure when it rolls out as well. Uh, They have changed a little bit of the boarding group system. You can now go in one hour prior prior to boarding pass distribution to confirm your party size. That's good. So, yeah, you just join the virtual queue, and then you will have an option to confirm your party. Because it's a little bit panicked when you try to do it. You can't get to that point of confirming your party. Previously, you weren't able to get to the point of confirming your party until the time, the 7 a.m. time came up. Right. And you were trying to do things in a hurry. And if you took the time to actually, like, select who you wanted as part of your party... Um, you would lose your you, slot. You lost your slot. So you just had to just, whatever was selected, you just had to assume that it was right and go for it. So uh, this makes a lot more sense. That's right. All right. Um, in Disneyland, they have a Happy Halloween character cavalcade. That's right. The cavalcade makes its way around Main Street and then goes through the hub. Uh, Mickey leads the way on a fire engine. Um, I feel bad for Pluto. Why? Because he has no costume. Everybody oh. else has a costume except Pluto. He's treated like a dog. Well. Although in this day and age, people buy their dogs' costumes. They do. Costumes. I know. Um, so uh, who else is in the parade? Uh, we have Donald. We have Chip and Dale. We have Goofy. And as I mentioned, they're all in, mostly in costumes, those main characters. And then you have other characters like Jeannie, um, Wendy, Pinocchio, Geppetto, Peter Pan, and uh, Captain Hook. Queen of Hearts, and they're just carrying, um, they're just carrying pumpkin baskets. Uh, Cruella Deville uh, comes in at the end of the parade in a yellow horseless carriage. So that's uh, you know, there's no parades yet, but no, but the they did away with the fun. cavalcades in Disney World, didn't they? Just in Epcot. Oh, all right, yeah. Um, pricing has been announced for uh, the merriest nights that's that we right. were just talking about. That's right. So you're going to get after-hours admission with limited capacity. You're going to see Snowfall in Main Street, USA. You're going to get themed photo ops. You're going to get unlimited Disney PhotoPass digital downloads, themed menu items, live bands, dance parties, and, of course, the opportunity to purchase special event-themed merchandise. Um, You can arrive at 5 o'clock and explore the park before the party. You do not need a theme park reservation if you're going into... Uh, the after hours party and let's see what that price is all right if you're going on november 11th it's 175 dollars if you're going on november 16th november 30th december 7th or december 9th it is 165 dollars uh the party event begins at 8 p.m and ends at midnight so technically that's over 40 dollars an hour that you're paying however as i mentioned you can get in as of 5 p.m so you can make it into a seven hour day Mm -hmm. Um, if you're going to order tickets there is a limit of eight tickets per person per date Uh, tickets are non-refundable and uh Tickets are not required for people three years of age or younger. Too rich for my blood. Yep. And let's see. What do we have now? 
Uh, a Hocus Pocus photo op is available to Magic Key holders during the Oogie Boogie Bash. That's right. And it's nothing more than uh, a Hocus Pocus background. And that photo op can be found over by the Silly uh, Symphony Swings in, uh, it's in the Pixar Pier section, right? Yes. It's around there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, some props from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings are now on display at Avengers Campus in California Adventure. That's right. You can see them over by Terran Treats. Uh, as we know, Tantalier Tivon has a rotating collection of Marvel props. Uh, so you can see the Death Dealer's mask, uh, as well as some daggers uh, that are set up in a display case. And it looks like uh, we can also see a sword, an arrow, and some roped weapons. Um, it looks like the roped weapon that uh, Shang-Chi's sister carries. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Uh, the other weapons are... Um, uh, the dragon armor uh, weapons that they used okay. uh, to fight. Right. Um, hours have been, been extended at the Magic Kingdom, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom for some select dates. That's right. On September 29th and October 1st and 2nd, the Magic Kingdom will be open from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. At Epcot on October 1st and 2nd, they will be open from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. And at Disney's Animal Kingdom on October 1st and 2nd, uh, the park will be open from 8 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. All right. So if you're going to be there for the uh, 50th anniversary weekend, you've got some extra time now. A little extra bonus. Yes. Um, I'm super excited that uh, Buffet Dining has returned to the Crystal Palace at the Magic Kingdom. That is great news. Yeah. Um, One of our favorite restaurants. Um, They are currently only serving lunch and dinner, however. Um, I'm a big breakfast buffet fan there. But uh, I have a feeling it won't be too much longer before the breakfast returns and the um, the lunch and dinner buffet are you know full buffets, no restrictions. Um, there's uh, every every section is open. They haven't like pared it back or anything, oh, so everything looks um, looks delicious. Yeah, my favorite thing to do, I think breakfast ends at eleven, mm-hmm. is to get like a ten forty five reservation because yeah. they bring out they take one half of the buffet and turn it into the lunch buffet. Yeah. Get a little of everything. There, so it usually happens though, like right around the time when I'm pretty sure I can't eat another bite. Mm-hmm. I find a way to, sh- <laughs> to shove it in. Uh, also in the Magic Kingdom, the Diamond Horseshoe has reopened. Uh, to me, that's no big whoop. I, you know, I don't even remember. I feel like the Diamond Horseshoe used to be for like. Um, Overflow. Overflow. Like yep. they were hardly ever open. And now for them to be open, um, looks like they're serving um, a Liberty Tree Tavern-esque meal. Yeah, it's roast turkey, breast pot, roast carved pork with accompaniments, seasonal vegetables, herb stuffing, house-made macaroni and cheese, and ooey-gooey toffee cake. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they're serving at um, Liberty Tree, but I think it's pretty similar. Yes, it is. All right, we've been talking about the ongoing saga uh, of painting inside Small World. And now they moved on to the flat walls and archways uh, that they're adding color to. It is no longer just the 3D components, um, but they are adding this additional paint to the facade. Yeah. It really brightens it up. It does. It looks good. Tony was a little unsure there for a while, but... I was. I think he's coming around. Yeah. Um, The construction walls have been removed from the area around the Country Bear Jamboree at the Magic Kingdom. That must mean the boardwalks are done. Yay. Yeah, they got a new deck and ramps uh, out in front of the Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, It looks very nice and uh, glad that that work is done. All right. Um, Some new archway pieces have been installed above the Tron Light Cycle Run coaster entrance. That's right. It is a new white archway that kind of sticks out a little bit. Uh, I guess maybe it provides some cover in the rain. 
No, I think that's going to be, it's going to be completely covered by the canopy. I know. Oh. I don't know. It just looks interesting. Yeah. It I doesn't, th- it's not like a functional cover. No, it's, um, it's definitely for aesthetics. Um, the scaffolding has, some of the scaffolding has been removed from Splash Mountain. It looks like it's all going to be coming down. That's right. Uh, this is just a brief exterior refurb. Uh, and the scaffolding is now near the top of the mountain near the mill. Uh, so a lot of that scaffolding is gone. Speaking of aesthetics, that improves the aesthetics of Splash Mountain greatly. It sure does. Um, the refurbished signs have returned to Big Top Souvenirs. Yeah, that sign's been gone since July. Um, but that is part of the continued refurbishment for Storybook Circus. Um, the store has reopened, but the sign is back now with a fresh coat of paint. They haven't changed anything. Okay. Um, the final scrim and planters have been removed from in front of the train station at the Magic Kingdom. That's great news. That's the whole story. Okay. Um, and on Main Street, lampposts have started to receive some gold accents. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned last week that one of the clock, the clock on Main Street had received gold accents. Right. Um, they've pretty much put some gold paint on the top and on some of the rings on the lampposts themselves. Uh, so they look nice. It just kind of uh, classes it up a bit. Yeah. Um, the restaurant um, Space 220 is coming soon to Epcot. Um, it's scheduled to open on September 20th. And the restaurant group, the Patina Group, that owns them, has a website that is showing a piece of concept art um, that depicts the space elevator. Yes. Which is supposed to be the elevator that you're supposed to get in when you get to the restaurant that's supposed to take you up to space. That's right. It's supposed to take you 220 miles up. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before. It's very similar to the old hydrolators in the Living Seas Pavilion uh, that took you down to Sea Base Alpha. Um, but the space elevator concept has been around for a number of years as a way to get stuff into a low Earth orbit. Um, and uh, the Space 220 restaurant is utilizing this as the way to get you up to the restaurant without having to put you in a rocket ship. Because we all know that's very expensive. Yeah, we don't want to have to rocket ship people no, to a restaurant. Space elevators can be quite cost effective. All right. Uh, the camera has been removed from the top of Spaceship Earth. That's right. And during August, we had mentioned that there was a tall camera atop Spaceship Earth. Um, you know, they were testing the points of light recently, and it's very possible that they were utilizing that as part of the testing process or perhaps uh, filming commercial scenes mm-hmm. uh, during the testing process. So that has been removed. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not the only thing gone from Spaceship Earth. Oh? Yeah. Uh, two animatronics are missing from inside Spaceship Earth. Oh, no. Uh, one of the cavemen. All right. And one of the Roman soldiers. Apparently, the animatronics are malfunctioning. Oh. Um, but in Rome, uh, the, like I, I call him the senator, uh, is addressing one of the troops uh, near the horse. Mm-hmm. And it's the scene where the horse used to gallop off and you could see the horse. Now right. they changed it a little bit. Um, so now it looks like the senator is just talking to a horse. <laughs> And I'm not sure if that horse is responding. Um, and then in the caveman scene, uh, which caveman is that? Is that Ned? Do they no. have names? No, I don't know. I, I just, any caveman to me should be named Ned. Okay. Um, but it's one of the cavemen in the scene where they are painting um, at the beginning of the of the attraction. Probably less noticeable. Yeah. I mean, they don't talk. They don't really have any story. Yeah. Ooh, we paint, we're painting our hands. Um, most of the decorations have been removed from the temporary mouse gear. 
That's right. And that is because there's only four days until the creation shop opens. Uh, so they're going to make Mouse Gears look as pathetic as possible for the remaining four days. Um, but they're making the creation shop look extra amazing. That's right. We've already seen that they have the Mouse in Motion mural. Um, but they have a series of 10 sculptures uh, inside the store called Mouse as a Muse. And everyone's favorite Walt Disney Imagineer, Zach Ridley. Zach Ridley has given us a closer look at one of these sculptures on uh, in, on his Instagram account. Each one of the sculptures is 26 inches tall. They are one of a kind, and they have all been designed by an Imagineer. Oh, neat. I can't wait to see what Zach... Maybe Zach Ridley will come up with a mouse that is posting to Instagram. Maybe. Hopefully. Um, there was a little bit of a um, collision at... Uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. What? Yeah. Say it isn't so. It isn't so. Okay. Uh, two ride vehicles experienced what is considered a minor, a minor, a minor collision, um, and uh, that closed the ride temporarily. Um, this is a trackless ride system, so the vehicles are free ranging, uh, and you know it's kind of like these uh, self driving cars. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every um, once in a while, they get confused and bang into each other. That's right. So hopefully that doesn't happen with any people in there. Right. Um, the 50th anniversary banners that have been going up around the parks have now started to come to the resorts. That's right. They've been seen around the Contemporary Resort, and I'm not sure that they're at any others. I think but... they're at the Grand Floridian. That's, uh... Oh, yeah, that is the Grand Floridian. You are correct. Um, but I'm sure they're going to be coming to at least all the deluxes, but probably all, I would think. Right. You're, they're going to probably put them I mean, at, the at all resorts. the entrances. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, nice news. Jelly Rolls, which is on the boardwalk, is going to be reopening in mid-October. That's right. That is one of the restaurants around uh, Crescent Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, restaurants. I guess it's a bar, right? It is a bar, yes. Uh, can, can you get food there? Me. Can you get Jelly Rolls there? I don't think so. If they're not serving <laughs> Jelly Rolls there, that is a marketing fail to me. Um, no word on when the Atlantic Dance Hall is going to open. but Yeah, Jelly Rolls jelly is rolls the piano bar, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that, the fun one. Yeah, that's going to open mid-October. Great news. Yes. And over at the Polynesian, great news as well, or as I like to say, the Polynesian Village Resort. The front entrance is officially open. And it looks beautiful. It does. Um, that uh, has officially reopened. The new monorail station opened this past weekend. So I think we have a fully functional resort. Is there still construction stuff up, though? Probably. Yeah, there might be some. They might be cleaning some up. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, that's that's good news. That's, yeah, that's great. So over in uh, entertainment news, Disney has announced that their remaining six films will be uh, in 2021 will all be exclusive theater releases um, with a 45 day window before they go to streaming platforms, with the exception of Disney's Encanto. Uh, that will only have a 30 day theatrical run- window uh, so that they can debut it on Christmas Eve. Okay. So that is Disney's Christmas present to everyone. So the remaining films, uh, do I have a list of the remaining films? The remaining films for 2021 are Eternals, which is a Marvel movie, The Last Duel, West Side Story, Ron's Gone Wrong, The Kingsman, and Encanto. Um, And then additionally, they have added three Marvel Studios release dates through 2024, uh, or in 2024, and those dates would be February 16th, May 3rd, July 26th, and November 8th. Great. So i got to put those in my calendar. That's right. We don't want to miss anything. Now, you also don't want to miss May 26th of 2023. 
No, I don't, because no. the uh, live-action Little Mermaid film will be released. That's right. That completed filming last month, uh, principal photography, uh, and they're now going into an almost two-year period of post-production That's work. That's crazy that it takes that long. It is. Um, but this film stars uh, Halle Bailey uh, as Ariel, Jonah Howard King as Eric, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, and Javier Bardem as King Triton, as well as Aquafina. Uh, as Scuttle. Okay. Um, some new details have been released about the movie Dis- um, Encanto. That's right. The, this is Disney's next animated film. It is set in a magical Colombian town, and f- the film focuses on Mirabelle Madrigal, the only member of her family without magical powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have uh, some details and... Let's see, they really get into the extended family, but of course now the story won't load. So why don't you tell everyone a quick story? About this, what? The, I don't know. Well, this page I don't works. know. We've watched some of, I watched the one preview um, for this movie, and it, it is really cute. The, the whole idea that like all her family has these um, incredible powers, and right. she doesn't. But she seems, I, I don't know, it seems like she's okay with that, okay, but well, I, don't, I don't know how it comes along. The page is loaded and here's the deal. They have a dozen principal characters who are all integral to the story, uh, and that is her whole family. Uh, so we've mentioned we've got Mirabelle, uh, who is the young girl. She's imperfect and weird and quirky, and she's the only one without magic. We have Isabella, who is Mirabelle's older sister. They have a complicated relationship. Uh, we have Luisa, who's another sister of Mirabelle. And apparently she has the biggest biceps in Disney's history. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure that anyone has spoken to Gaston about this, uh, but he might be very upset. Uh, then we have Pepe and Felix. I'm sorry, Peppa and Felix. Uh, those are Mirabelle's aunt and uncle, who are a couple that balances each other. Uh, Dolores is the daughter of Peppa and Felix, so that would be Mirabelle's cousin. Uh, apparently she's quiet, but she knows everyone's secrets. Uh, Camillo is an interested teen... Um, the, oh, and he's a shapeshifter. Okay. And then we have Antonio, uh, who is uh, her youngest cousin. Um, so uh, apparently Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, has been doing some songs for this story. And uh, composer Germaine Franco wrote the score. Uh, two songs are entirely in Spanish, and there are different mu- musical styles, uh, including reggaeton, uh, throughout the film. So... Uh, the message of the film is that everyone fulfills a purpose in this family. Uh, and, you know, it, it takes a lot of people to make a family as a whole. Okay. Um, Shang-Chi is still doing very well in the box office. It topped the box office for the weekend for the second straight week. That's right. It brought in $35 million from 4,300 theaters. So it did have a bit of a drop-off. Um, but it was not the gigantic drop-off that we have seen from other films, uh, you know, since since the post-COVID era uh, has come about. And it wasn't overtaken by anything else. Correct. That's yeah. why it was the number one right. film. Right. So yeah. that's, that was big. Yeah. Um, and Emmy News, uh, we know that a whole slew of uh, Disney Plus films are uh, up for Emmys. And uh, the Emmys are next week or the week after. Uh, But some of the Emmy Awards uh, that happen not on the television show uh, were awarded this past Saturday night. And Marvel won two Emmys um, for WandaVision. Uh, They won for Outstanding Production Design for a Narrative Program and Outstanding Fantasy-Sci-Fi Costumes. 
so congratulations, WandaVision. Uh, they have been noted, uh, nominated for a total of 23 uh, Emmy nominations uh, as a whole. Great. Um, at Universal, in, at Volcano Bay, they have uh, a new pass holder offering. Oh, yeah. This does not sound good at all. It's a food item. It is a – well, we've mentioned that they have these exclusive pass holder foods. Right. Uh, and, and I don't know that this would really drive me to get a $700 annual pass so that I could go and get the pork belly pizza, mm. uh, which is available at uh, Universal's Vi- Volcano Bay. Mm. Um, it is a flatbread, and uh, it consists of garlic cream sauce, mozzarella, shredded cheese, Parmesan cheese, pork belly, fresh cilantro, and sweet plantains. Mm, yeah, no. Uh, for those of you who are not sure what mozzarella is, that's mozzarella. And if you say mozzarella to your iPhone, it says must Adele. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this glazed pork belly Bianco pizza will cost you twelve ninety nine. Yeah, it doesn't look particularly mm. good, especially the mushy plantain pieces. Yeah, you know what it will cost me? What? Nothing. <laughs> Because I'm not buying it. There you go. Um, also, uh, if you enjoy Halloween Horror Nights, uh, Spirit Halloween has a sweepstakes that is offering a trip to Universal Studios or Universal Florida's uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Um, it is in t- available in 2021 or 2022. And in addition to the Halloween Horror Nights tickets, the grand prize winner will receive airfare airport transportation, accommodation, and three days of general park tickets, general admission park tickets for themselves and one guest. Um, So you can tag a friend on an Instagram post or go to Spirit Halloween and look for the link. Uh, This sweepstakes ends on Sunday, September 12th. Uh, Considering this show is going out on Monday, September 13th, we probably should have mentioned this earlier, but the news story just posted. (laughs) So we we will be entering it, and we'll let you know if we win. If if you listen to it, like, you know, Tony's going to put the show up right away, which means by 10 p.m., you might listen to it, and then you'll have two hours to get in your entry. That's right. Is it Pacific time or Eastern time that that uh, sweepstakes ends? Uh, It doesn't say. Well, hopefully it's still up, uh, and I'll get my entry in. Uh, so you have any final words? No. Excellent. Until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.